This is Mark Halleck, and welcome to the Leading Church Revitalization Podcast. This podcast is designed to encourage and equip you for the work of leading church revitalization in your context. I really hope and pray you will be helped and you'll be encouraged and you might even be a little bit inspired in our time together. Because here's the truth, there's a lot of churches people have given up on that God is just not done with. So thanks for coming by and let's link arms together to replant and revitalize churches for the glory of God and for our joy in Him. Over the past few weeks, we've been talking about how to develop an intentional shepherding strategy for your church. And last week, we talked about strategies for knowing the flock that is under your care. Today, we're going to talk about strategies for feeding the flock. So again, if you remember, the four primary purposes or functions of a shepherd pastor are knowing the flock, feeding the flock, leading the flock, and protecting the flock. Next week, we'll talk about leading and protecting the flock. But again, today, let's talk about what it looks like to feed the flock. Here's what we know. God's people need nourishment for their souls. And for this reason, they need shepherds who will feed them good food from the word of God. While as pastors, we must work hard to know our people, and we must work hard to know their needs on a personal level, knowing the flock well must lead us to take whatever steps necessary to feed them well. And this includes both the nine-month-old and the 90-year-old, and everybody in between. There's something special about a local shepherd pastor and his unique ability to feed his flock in a way that no one else is equipped to do. Pastor friends, listen, because of your relationship with your people, you can feed them from God's word far better than the most popular podcast preacher out there. It's true. Now, in order to do this to the best of your ability, I want you to consider implementing some of the following feeding strategies. Here's number one. Make corporate worship a top priority for your congregation. For the majority of Christians throughout the history of the church, gathering with other believers in their congregation for weekly worship was non-negotiable. Sitting under the preaching of the word, singing songs of praise, offering prayers of thanksgiving and supplication— giving of tithes and offerings, celebrating the Lord's Supper and baptism. These were all viewed as crucial components to one's ongoing sanctification in the Lord. And these were all experienced in a unique way in the corporate weekly worship gathering. Sadly, we now live in a day where many self-professing Christians no longer prioritize congregational worship in the same way. By God's grace and power, as a pastor and leader— You must work to create a culture in your church where worshiping together weekly is a high value, a culture where folks understand that the worship gathering is critical to their spiritual growth, a culture where weekly worship is not seen as one option of many for how to spend a Sunday morning, but rather it is seen as the option for one who desires to truly mature as a disciple of Jesus. Here's number two. Connect individuals to appropriate learning opportunities. A good shepherd will do whatever it takes to make sure the sheep under their care get the food they need 
to strengthen and sustain them. One of the ongoing ways we do this is by helping individuals get plugged into environments where they can grow. In other words, one of our feeding roles is to intentionally work to connect the members of our congregation to the appropriate small groups, Bible studies, Sunday school classes, and other educational and learning opportunities available within our churches. Now, to do this well, we must be proactive in helping each person get connected to what they need rather than waiting and expecting them to find it on their own. Again, you can see here how knowing our people well helps us to feed our people well. Yes, our people must take the initiative to take advantage of different growth opportunities, but as shepherds, we must assist them in this. I think this is something we don't think about very often. Whether this means helping a single mom find the information she needs for a particular group or class or picking up and taking an elderly couple in your congregation to a Bible study they would otherwise be unable to attend. A good shepherd will do whatever it takes to help the sheep be fed the food that they need. Here's number three. Provide helpful resources for home discipleship. God has given us a home to be a laboratory of sorts for the sanctification of our souls. However, many parents in our churches feel ill-equipped to make intentional family discipleship a priority. The desire is there. The tools and strategies are not. This is where we must step in and help as shepherds. Providing helpful resources to parents in our churches, encouraging them to use different discipleship tools with their kids, is an important aspect of our shepherding care for families, and in particular, young families. I would recommend creating a physical space somewhere in your church that is set apart exclusively to highlight these different home discipleship books and tools. To help you with this, let me share a list of some solid ministries that are developing biblical resources for you to recommend and use with families in your church. The Gospel Project. You can find them at gospelproject.com. Lifeway is putting out great resources, lifeway.com. D6, their website is the letter D, number six, family.com. So d6family.com. HomePoint, their website is drivefaithhome.com. And Family Time. Family Time is an excellent ministry that helps families learn to have worship together in their homes. It's really great for parents with young kids. And the Family Time website is simply famtime.com. Again, F-A-M-T-I-M-E dot com, famtime dot com. Here are a few more. Visionary Family. If you go to visionaryfam.com, they've got great resources. Faith at Home. Their website is faithathome.com. Gospel Family. You can find them at gospelfamily.org. Rooted Ministry. This is an excellent New student ministry, they're putting out resources that are doctrinally sound, gospel-centered, faithful resources to help youth ministry and youth ministry workers. And you can find them at rootedministry.com. Again, rootedministry.com. Here's another one, Center for Parent and Youth Understanding. I love this site. All kinds of good stuff on culture and how to best teach and apply the scriptures specifically to teenagers. And you can find them at cpyu.org. Again, cpyu.org. Axis. 
You can find them at axis.org. And then finally, let me point you to Seeds Family Worship. They put out great scripture memory songs. Getting your family singing together, worshiping together um, is such an important thing. And you can find them and their resources at seedsfamilyworship.com. Again, S-E-E-D-S, familyworship.com. Let's move on now to number four. We need to team up individuals with mentors who can help them grow. Here's what I mean. It might be that someone in your flock is in need of someone to disciple them and serve as a spiritual mentor. As a pastor, as a shepherd, you may not be the one who serves in this role. I mean, you can't disciple everybody. But I will say this, it is your responsibility to help team this individual up with someone who is trustworthy and spiritually mature, someone who can faithfully pour into them and feed them good food. A good shepherd is like a good nutritionist. He learns the unique dietary needs of his individual sheep, and he spends time thoughtfully putting together a plan that will help this sheep grow in the healthiest way possible. Good shepherds labor to have sheep who are not spiritually malnourished. So let me just challenge you and encourage you this week. Think back on these four main points that we have talked about here when it comes to feeding the flock. Let me just review them. Number one, make corporate worship a top priority for your congregation. Number two, connect individuals to appropriate learning opportunities. Number three, provide helpful resources for home discipleship. And then finally, number four, team up individuals with mentors who can help them grow. Let us take this seriously. This is a joy. Part of our call as a pastor, as a shepherd, is to feed the flock good food. May we seek to do this well for their good and for the glory of God. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast today. Hey, as you continue to grow, I want to point you in the direction of a book called Leading Church Revitalization. This entire podcast is really built on and based on that book. You can pick it up at Amazon.com today. Also, check out AcomaPress.org. Acoma Press is committed to putting out resources to help encourage and equip you as a revitalizer or a replanter. It's also very committed to help equip congregations that are struggling and facing serious decline. And one last thing, I would love to stay in touch with you. So let's connect on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Any way I can serve you, I would love to do that. Man, I can't wait till we're together next time. Thanks so much for stopping by. God bless you all.